Hello, and welcome to my podcast, After the Game with Coach Davis. I'm Coach Davis, and I'll be doing the unsung players in sports, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, tennis, golf, doesn't matter. You know, I just like to do the unsung player, you know, the player that doesn't get that commercialization advertising so that people don't know who they are, but they have had their special moments in their perspective sport. Today I'm going to do a little bit about Wes Unsell. Nobody really knew who Wes Unsell was, but he was one of the players that he's one of the 50 greatest players but he was only 6 foot 7 and he's the 12th leading rebounder in the history of the game. He came out of Louisville, University of Louisville played there and when he came to the NBA he was drafted by the Washington Bullets. That's what they were known as back then. He won his only championship in 1978, and a lot of people didn't didn't know that he was six seven, playing center, not forward. He was playing center, but he was solid. He was a wide body. He was hard to move out. He got NBA Rookie of the Year in 1968, and he made the NBA Finals MVP. And he was the first ballot entrant to the Hall of Fame. He recently passed June 2nd based on no complications. But he had a series of health issues. But his thing was mostly rebounding. His nickname was the chairman of the boards when he played in the NBA. And he's the 60th ranked player of the 100 greatest college basketball players of all time. And people don't realize that in 1978, the year that they won the NBA championship, Wes Unsell started a school. It's a private school in Baltimore, Maryland, and it's called Unsell School. It's a private school started in 1978, and it goes from kindergarten to eighth grade, so he did more off the court than people actually realize, even though he did do a little bit of coaching for the Bullets. Well, that's the first one I'm going to do. I'm going to do one. It's going to be a daily podcast of a different player every day. So if you can, listen to my podcast. You're going to add questions, add comments, or even give me some players that you want me to, to highlight. That's the show for today. Thank you, everybody. And If you got kids, let them play. Thank you very much. And I am out of here. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of After the Game with Coach Davis. I'm Coach Davis, and today's player is Larry Keenan. People don't know who Larry Keenan is, and I totally understand, because this was back in the 70s. Larry Keenan, he played Memphis State University, and they had a pretty good team in 72-73. He averaged 20 points, 16 rebounds a game, and they went all the way to the NCAA championship game, where they were defeated by UCLA during the Bill Walton years. So, you know, they were still a pretty good team, but UCLA was just a dominant 
college at that time. After that, in 73, he was drafted by the Detroit Pistons, but instead, he decided to go to the New Jersey Nets of the ABA. And in his rookie year, he averaged 15 points, 11 rebounds a game, and won the 74 ABA championship alongside Dr. J, you know, Julius Irving. So after that, he was then traded to the San Antonio Spurs where he had his best season. He played a few years there, and those three years, he was the second leading scorer playing alongside George Gervin. For those that actually don't know who I'm talking about, if you look at the very first slam dunk competition, you can see him. He was a participant then. He played with a lot of flair back then. When he played with the San Antonio Spurs, he made the all-star team in 78 and 79. This was after San Antonio had merged with the NBA because they were also an ABA team. And like most players, in fact, all of them always have their moment in time when they were playing the game. His moment was December 26, 1976, as a spur. They were playing against the Kansas City Kings, who would later become the Seattle Supersonics, who then would later become the Oklahoma Thunder. But in that game, he had a rare triple-double. He scored 29 points, had 15 rebounds, and 11 steals. Now, I don't know how many other players have done something like this, but I'll find out, and I'll have that on another po- podcast then. So... Larry Keenan retired and he retired as a Cleveland Cavalier which kind of caught me off guard because I didn't know he went to Cleveland but he didn't play that much in Cleveland but he did play a short time with the Bulls and he played one season with Golden State before he retired so that's going to be my podcast for the day for this player I don't know who I'm going to use my next player but It'll be somebody that had their moment when they played in the NBA. Thank you very much. And if you got kids, let them play. And I am out of here. Hello. Welcome to the next episode of After the Game with Coach Davis. This is Coach Davis, and today's player I'm going to highlight today is a player named Donald Earl Watts, otherwise known as Slick Watts. He got that nickname Slick Watts because he was one of the first players to shave his head in the NBA. He was out of Xavier University and wasn't drafted, but his college coach at Xavier was a cousin of the GM and at the time coach of the Seattle Supersonics Bill Russell he got a trial for the team by Bill Russell and made it and signed as a free agent he had a brief 7 year career in the NBA 5 with Seattle 1 with the New Orleans Jazz which is now the Utah Jazz and his final year was with Utah unfortunately he was traded to the Jazz for a 1981 first round draft pick he was traded in 1978 in 1978, Seattle went to the NBA Finals and they lost to the Washington Bullets with Wes Unseld and Elvin Hayes as their players. He retired from the NBA and became a PE teacher in Seattle. 
for the Seattle School District and retired from there in 2017. Now, his moment was in 1976 where he led the league in steals and assists. And not too many players have done that in the NBA. So you can take a look at his career. You can go on YouTube and look at some of his highlights. But he was a pretty colorful player and pretty popular as a player in Seattle. That year when they traded him, he went to New Orleans Jazz. And he started to get, you know, these little nagging injuries. And he didn't play a full season after that because he was always hurt. But he won the Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award in 1976 because he was giving a lot to his community at the time. So I don't know if they're going to get him into the Hall of Fame, but I think he deserves a shot because he was pretty colorful when he played in the NBA from 1973 to 1979. So that's my podcast today for... NBA player in their moment if you have kids let them play and I am out of here and be ready for the next episode it'll be about another NBA player before I go to the 80s thank you very much